What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Verde here. In this episode, we're going to talk about how we can reconnect and get back together. We've had the pandemic. We've been all cooped up. And there is this amazing resource you may have heard about in conversation or time to time. But there is a resource called Meetup. I absolutely love it. I've used it to get out a lot more. And I could definitely attest to how great of a platform it is. But we are joined by a guest today who's going to talk about how Meetup, how we can use this platform in a way to connect with each other, build our networks, and have all these great experiences post-pandemic. We are talking to none other than the CEO of Meetup. He oversees the global business, which is over 52 million members, hosts 15,000 events every single day and has events in 193 countries. Meetup has had such an incredible reach. This is the guy who spearheads the entire effort, and he is none other than David Siegel. David, welcome to the show. Love your energy. I'll try to match it back. Great to be here. We are not in North Korea, but we're basically in every other country in the world. So, uh, it's, uh, it's great to be here. I'm looking forward to um, helping any way I can. David, it is such a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success. I've personally used Meetup as a way to find some groups, just get out a little bit more because there is a lot of value in camaraderie, in being able to interact with people. But for maybe there are people who they aren't sure what Meetup is or they've heard about it vaguely. Where does Meetup come in and being this way for us to engage with each other in this post-pandemic world? Sure. So there was another major problem in the world before the pandemic, which was the epidemic of loneliness. And according to global surveys, 46% of people regularly feel lonely. 25% of people don't even have one trusted confidant to be able to go to. Our, our phones are blessings and curses, and 89% of people have had their a recent conversation interrupted. And Meetup is a solve. It's a solve for the loneliness epidemic. It's been around. Actually, it was founded after the, one of the biggest tragedies um, in the United States, which was 9-11, where our founder said, said, saw people needing community after this tragedy, where people were kind of getting together and didn't know who to go to and needed people to kind of cry next to and help to support each other. And he said, it shouldn't take a tragedy to build community. So what Meetup is, is we are the world's largest platform for finding and organizing communities and events. So that's everything from the running group mark that you go to, to the tens of thousands of tech groups that we have on our platform, to something as niche as people who love, we have, we have 700,000 people who are part of groups playing Dungeons and Dragons, everything from board games to, to support groups of parents with ADHD kids to every, everything under the sun. Our biggest area is, is in tech. And after that, things related to career and network. And after that, everything around in the outdoors. So for example, we could see trends that happen if, you know, before anyone. So pickleball is like the fastest growing sport. I've seen a lot on that lately. On Meetup, and there's like, thousands and thousands of people that are starting to play that or people that are involved in cryptocurrency 10 years ago, they'll start a cryptocurrency type meetup groups. That's what we do. And we love it. And, and it's helped, you know, millions of people to use technology to get people off of technology and to actually get together and meet in real life in person, which is, you know, really important in this world. 
I love that. Just, I mean, there is a lot of value in technology. David says it really well. The phone is a blessing and a curse. You got so much information, but you could really distance yourself from society if you've got your head down on your phone for too long. But that's one of the main reasons I really do love Meetup, just that whole idea where you get out in the world. And I love how you guys, you can track like the pickleball and the cryptocurrencies. Like you guys kind of have an idea of what's going to be trending upward before stuff happens. Now, someone who is new to the platform, what advice would you have for them for getting into these events and being a part of it? Okay, great. So first thing to do is you download our app, download the app on iOS or on Android. Obviously, we have a website as well. You could go to that, but more people are increasingly, of course, are going to the app. And then you get in there and and you just browse around, you type in, you use a search, type in anything you're interested in. If you're interested in, and the types of people, if you're interested in black vegan restaurants, you will find a meetup group that's interested in that, uh, people that are, that, 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 that are interested in vegan restaurants. If whatever one's interest, you will find a group on meetup to be able to meet people. So like a buddy of mine is part of a bowling group and also a horror film, you know, group, uh, and also a hiking group, you know, so you can find all those things. And I would just, just download, browse around, join some groups, attend a couple of events and find if they resonate for you. That's simple as that. And I really love that. Now Meetup has a lot of different options. I know some of them, like you got to pay it again to the event, but there's a lot of different options where it's just free to attend, right. free to be a part, free to be yeah, active. Hard. 95% of meetup events are free. So, you know, if you can't, if, if you find something that you don't want to pay for it, then just find something else and it'll be free. Yeah. I mean, the free is just such a great way to get into it. There's, and I love that about meetup because there's just such a low barrier to entry. It's like, here are these events, just pick the ones that work best for you. Go to a few. If you don't like it, then you just pick another event. I mean, Meetup has so many different options. I know you can search it where it's like events that show up within 25 miles of your residence or 50 miles of your residence. So you get really local with this. There are going to be some people though, who despite Meetup offering so many great options where they don't see the right event for them. And some people, they may want to go out and create their own events. So what advice do you have for those people who they want to create their own event and start getting members. I mean, those are our favorite people, people that want to step up and say, I want to take a leadership role. And there's a pickleball uh, you know, game in Kansas City, but I live in St. Louis and I would organize a, a tennis or a pickleball or a hiking group somewhere. So the way to do that is um, number one is we have a best practices um, um, platform called Meetup Live, where we are, where we have hundreds of thousands of people learn about how to become an organizer on Meetup, and and we also have a blog called Community Matters, which is just on Meetup.com/blog. All of that that blog is filled with tons and tons of advice on how to become an organizer, what mistakes past organizers have made, etc. But the best thing to do is it's very cheap to become an organizer. Um, you know, it's, it's in, in, in outside in the UK, it's, it's average of 10 to $12 a month. So it's not very expensive at all. And you create a group and you organize your first event. And what happens is what we do 
is we have this advanced machine learning algorithm that identifies which of the 55 million people that are in our infrastructure, in our system, we should be marketing that group to. And suddenly you wake up, you know, a day later or a week later, and you're like, oh my God, I now have 50 people in my helping Bengalis learn Hebrew group or whatever the idea happens to be. Um, and, and then you, you, you have a following and you organize your first event and, and, and you know, that's where the magic happens. And I really love that David has that resource. We will be linked to Medium's blog. We will be linked to Meetup's blog uh, because you want to know, like the event organizing. You got to find the space. You got to get the attendees. You got to do all these different things to make it run successfully. I mean, that alone, we could turn that into like a whole series of episodes. So it's better to just go to the Meetup blog. We will have that in the show notes for anyone who wants to learn a little bit more about organizing an event but i mean it's just so fascinating that meetup has gone on to have over 50 million users and you're getting thousands of events every single day and a lot of event organizers they want to know how to make their thing mainstream how to get more people what was the success story for meetup what were some of the big things you guys did to get these millions of members who just love your platform now love it okay so there's the original founding success of how we started from nothing and grew into something very meaningful. And now it's 18 years later, what we do. Would you rather hear the original early days or would you rather hear kind of the things that we do more recently? Ooh. Let's do things more recently because that's going to, I feel like that'll be a good direction. Okay, great. So in terms of what an organizer needs to do, first of all, number one is you need to recognize that it doesn't happen building a community overnight. The first event, you may have two, three, four people show up. That's not a bad thing. Because what you do is you sit down with those two or three people and you ideate and you say, okay, what do we want to turn this into? How do we want, what problem can we solve for people? Who in our personal networks do we know? How can we make this as alluring as possible? So I think one of the biggest challenges for organizers is they don't understand that it takes time to really build a community. That's number one. And number two, you want that community to really help people to solve a problem. And whether that problem is running, let's say, where I don't like running by myself, I'm not motivated, I need to find other people to run with me and that will help me, that's solving a real problem. So, so kind of being clear about what that problem is that you're helping to solve people, solve for people is, is really helpful and important. Um, that's number one, number two, that's, num that's number two actually. Number three, is, is recognizing um, when, what types of people one most wants to attract and, and figuring out whether the goal is to have a massive community or whether the goal is to actually have the right and the best people in your group. And there are groups, for example, that say, we only have, want to have, you know, we only have one, 10 people, for example, in, our, in, our, in our each event because we want it to be really intimate dinners and, and, and more meaningful. Others that want to be like the New York Tech Meetup, which has 70,000 members in their, in their meetup group. So really having a realistic understanding of, of what your goals are. Some people do meetup events as an organizer to make money. So for example, I own a yoga studio or I own a gym and I want to get all these people to come to my yoga studio and come to my gym. So I'm going to make an event 
for a free yoga session, free Pilates session, free whatever to get people to kind of come to my come to my gym. So be be like really thoughtful about about what the goal is. Um, and and I would say if you have it too broad, it's usually not going to stand out. Meaning, if you create a group and you're saying like the hiking group, ah, eh, there's lots of hiking groups out there. If you ever create a group and you say this is a group for gay black dads or something like that, you know, very specific. Then if you're a gay black dad, then you're gonna say, wow, this is a great opportunity to do hiking with other gay black dads. And that's really exciting to help me meet some of those people as well that I wouldn't have met otherwise. So the more specific actually, the more meaningful type of community you could build. I really love the example of the gay black dads, which you mentioned, because that is such a niche group where you know, it's a very different experience versus just a general hiking group. And it's not bad if you get two or three people, as David mentioned, like there are some meetup groups you want to have thousands of people. There are other meetup groups where if you had 50 people, it would be too much for you because you can't give the same amount of attention to each individual member when the group is bigger. So you want to think about, as David mentioned again, what are the goals of the group? What's the priority? What do you want to get out of the group? What do you want to give to the attendees? And then you are on the right path to starting your own successful meetup group. Now, again, you could just join different groups on meetup and benefit all the same, but definitely think about starting your own group. We will have a link again to David's uh, meetup blog. So definitely check that out. David, I know you also have a podcast. I'm wondering if you could just share a little bit of that with us and just some of the other places we can find all of your work online. Thanks, Mark. We have a podcast. It's called Keep Connected. And we do two things on our podcast. One is we interview meetup organizers around how community has potentially changed their lives. So for example, there was a gentleman in Australia who was a, a vet and he was homeless and it sounds crazy, but he started going to free meetup events and learning at those events. And he ended up meeting his wife, getting his job, and now he's a full-time coach to other meetup organizers to help them use that platform. And that's how meetup kind of changed his life. Or a woman I just interviewed who was incredibly shy, um, had uh, emotional challenges throughout life, uh, had to be hospitals at one particular time, and then decided to become an organizer of a Dungeons and Dragons group and now is a leader and has 50 or 100 people joining this group and has found her community and changed her life. And the second type of type of people that we have on Keep Connected is like experts in community. So like the CEO of Nextdoor or a woman who wrote um, uh, a book called The Lonely Century, um, all about kind of the curing loneliness and how to build community. So we try, to, we try to both have the experts as well as the kind of day-to-day -day doers. And it's fun and heartwarming. And, and you know, I, I hope some people, you know, decide that they might want to check it out. Thanks for asking. Yeah, definitely check out that podcast. We'll be throwing a link to that in the show notes as well. I definitely love hearing those types of stories. So I can see myself tuning into it as well. David, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here today. Awesome meeting you. Thank you.